Shravanam Mananam Nididhyasanam. Listen, reflect and absorb. Dear listeners, Sairam and welcome to our radio series in which a divine discourse by Bhagwan is played in small parts and following each part, a short discussion is undertaken to reflect on the message. This is a part of Radio Sai's Thursday Live hosted by Sai Prakash and Prem every Thursday at 7.30pm only on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. Today's episode was first broadcast live on 16th January 2014. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality in the year 1990. The clips played today are from the discourse delivered on 28th May 1990. Offering a most humble pranams at Bhagwan's lotus feet. Dear listeners, this is Prem from Team Radio Sai, welcoming all of you to yet another episode of Shravanam Mananam Nididhyasanam. As always, I have the pleasure of having the company of Brother Sai Prakash to host the show. We are going through the 1990 Summer Course series. We've gone through nine discourses completely. We are in the middle of the 10th discourse, hoping to complete it today. And uh, if you are a person who has followed us in this series or if you have read the Summer Course 1990 series, you will know that this is a very profound series on creation, on human body, the apparatus that humans are bestowed with. We heard Swami speak about the human body, speak about the mind, speak about buddhi, ahankara. We are in that part where Swami is speaking about the three gunas and as we have mentioned before in the previous episodes, this is definitely a very revealing topic for at least Saiprakash and myself and we hope that we are able to join you all in this Shravanam Mananam and pray to Swami that Nididhyasanam happens. So to join me to host this program, I welcome Saiprakash. Saram Saiprakash. Thank you Prem and um, as you rightly mentioned, this series has um, so much of information come you know, <laughs> revelation, I would say. Right. It's not merely information. And um, it contains, uh, in a way, the seed of the entire creation, the secret uh, to the entire creation. And um, now when I look at myself, I think, am I this body or am I this mind or am I this senses or am I just a conglomerate of atoms and molecules and uh, what am I or am I just the five elements? Right. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know what to say, but um, it's very nice when we hear it theoretically and uh, it's quite different, I think, when we try to put it in practice. But um, obviously, it is possible. And obviously, that's the reason why Swami has told it to everybody. Right. And uh, if we constantly dwell on these truths, I'm sure someday the lock is going to open. And you know, this discourse especially has been very special in the sense, uh, at least personally, you know, it has given a lot of explanation to things which we have accepted before. Mm-hmm. We have not really dwelled into it and found mm. out why Swami says some things. Mm-hmm. Like when Swami says, you are made of the Panchabhutas. Mm. We have accepted it, but here mm. Swami is explaining it is not just that physical earth and water and fire that you know. Mm-hmm. 
because if someone were to tell that there is fire and water in an and earth in you it, it is not the way we have you know come to understand it but swami is telling you know how beautifully swami has said that there are subtle elements correct and those subtle elements go through a process because of which you see the gross elements which you see mm-hmm. and what makes you see those gross and elements what mm-hmm. makes you understand the difference between subtleties and you know grossness mm-hmm. where does that that come from those are the things kind of things which Swami answers in this and it's a very very profound uh, discourse mm-hmm. to say the least in the various um, you know approaches and worships that uh, sects of uh, hinduism there are uh, different sects which uh, you know worship the mother right and uh, there are some who uh, there's shaivites vaishnavites some worship and the sun some, some worship, worship the aspects of nature um and um, you know oftentimes i would wonder if you take um, like something like lalita sasnamam which is written in the praise of mother right and um, there uh, obviously you'd say that the mother is the creator she is the source of this entire creation and she's the one from whom the entire creation emerged then you go to something like uh, lord shiva's uh, puranas shiva purana of course shiva is identified with the one who destroys but brahma is the one who creates and um, there was always this confusion like uh, now um, they say that adi shakti adi parashakti is the one who came right in the beginning and the vaishnavites say that uh, vishnu was the one who came right in the beginning and right. so um, these things are um, in a you know when you think of it it's um, quite confusing at the same time i think it's just trying to uh, point to something deeper it's like an allegorical uh, description of gods and their forms and um, when they say that the mother is the source of all creation that portion was very beautifully explained by swami where he says from god from purusha the stree came out right and the stree is nothing but sattva tama rajas right and that um, entity or that uh, uh, being who is embodying the three gunas and so the three gunas in combination with the five elements has more or less brought out this entire creation so uh, everybody is right when they say that the mother is the one the adi parashakti is the one who brought out this creation that is for a layman to understand but when swami brings it to the level of the absolute you know uh, the bare essentials the basic elements that is the five elements and the gunas influencing the five elements so i think everybody is correct <laughs> and um, everybody should understand it so vaishnavites should not say my god is more <laughs> is the one who came first and devi came second and nothing like that it is the same god same god principle who brought about this entire creation and and it's the same concept told in many ways yes interestingly right. i was just reading professor kasturi's book this morning mm-hmm. you know, the loving god mm-hmm. there he talks about one explanation which swami gives mm-hmm. swami asks why did ravana perish mm. Mm. what was the mistake that ravana did mm. and then swami goes on to explain mm. he abducted prakriti mm. and he tried to remove it away from god okay that was the mistake he did mm-hmm. and that was why he was punished mm. and then swami went on to say that is exactly what the scientists of today are trying to do mm. they are trying to remove prakriti mm. and they are trying to have prakriti without the purusha Mm. and that is a mistake they're doing mm. and then swami went on to explain beautifully you know mm. it's very easy to talk about surrender it mm. is very easy to talk about obedience to the master correct but that cannot happen mm. as long as you have not controlled your mind 
mm-hmm. as long as you're not having complete control over yourself mm-hmm. and that was what ravana represented because he was a man with 10 heads mm-hmm. which would never let him surrender to his lord shiva <laughs> and that was a process which was shown in that graphical story of the ramayana okay and that's precisely what swami is saying here you know prakriti mm. is nothing but three and as mm. you pointing out swami mm. says three is sattva tamas and rajoguna mm. and everything is coming out mm. coming about because of that mm. those three qualities mm-hmm. and 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 the way beautifully swami puts it you know we mentioned it last week too mm. where swami is saying the first the subtle elements come from mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. and he says it all starts with akasha correct that's the subtlest of the subtle yes and that is the one element from which the uh, creation begins correct and that gives rise to the other elements mm-hmm. and then swami is saying these are not the elements which you see this is mm. not the water which flows in front of you this is not the earth which you see mm. and you build your houses with mm. these are the subtle aspects correct these are the ones which encase the quality of these elements mm-hmm. and which are going to bring forth the creation mm. and then swami explains about the process called the panchikritam correct where these subtle elements mm-hmm. they combine within themselves in permutations combinations you have gross elements which are which you can see mm. in essence what you see as earth is nothing but the five elements correct what you see as water is nothing but the five elements mm. but it's just in different proportions correct <laughs> you know it's 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 so interesting and i mean it's like peeping into the heart of god and trying to see what are his tools and what did he actually use to make this creation because i remember you know one once when we went uh, to film a cardiac surgery so we were there in the theater with the cameras and i was you know so excited and just waiting to see how the heart looked i mean for the surgeons who have done it over and over again they know how the heart looks but i was just waiting to see and when i saw it oh my god is this the heart <laughs> is this our heart and that was a beating heart surgery and it was so wonderful and uh, so amazing the heart was still beating and they were still doing the surgery so when you think of the wonders of creation uh, i mean this is the the foundation this is the basis on which the entire creation is built of course it's uh, it cannot be seen i would propose you can see the five elements which are just the gross manifestation of the subtle elements but whatever it is it's just so thrilling <laughs> the whole thing that we are able to get a peep into the actual building blocks of creation <laughs> if you would call it right. exactly you know when swami says that the whole creation comes from the satvik aspect of hmm. uh, the in, the initial atman mm-hmm. you know the atman gives rise to the three gunas mm-hmm. and the manipulation of these three gunas forms the creation swami says that every gnanendriya mm-hmm. every organs of perception mm-hmm. have come from the pure aspect of creation correct the essence lies in purity mm. and just uh, drawing a parallel to an incident which happened one day uh, it was that time when swami was sending a stu- few students mm-hmm. to a particular village nearby to do some activity there okay i think it was uh, building up to swami's 60th birthday or 65th birthday mm-hmm. so one fine day swami came up to these students and said tomorrow when you all go mm-hmm. i'll come with you in the bus mm-hmm. so the children were very excited mm-hmm. and to add to that swami said when i come with you in the bus tomorrow mm-hmm. i will tell you how i perform miracles Oh how I materialize objects is it I will share with you the secret mm-hmm. you know it's it's always the secret which <laughs> we're talking about here okay. the secret of creation mm. so the old student was sharing sharing this with us he was saying that you know they were also excited none mm. of them could eat dinner that <laughs> night and none of them could be could sleep mm. and there was a lot of talking going on what is swami going to do and how mm. what is swami going to show mm. 
what is it going to be like <laughs> so they were you know a sleepless night mm. and next morning they were all ready mm-hmm. and uh, as swami promised swami was going in the car mm. behind was the bus with the students mm-hmm. and midway after swami had you know come away from the crowd mm. the car stopped and swami got into the bus okay so now everybody is saying that will swami keep up what he is told you know <laughs> swami could always pull up a mischief mm. and they're all and uh, You, it's very difficult to remind Swami <laughs> that you promised us this. So they were all waiting, and mm. then uh, on his own, Swami said, "Hey, I told you I will show. I'll show you the secret behind my creations. Mm-hmm. Shall I show you?" Mm. So immediately, all the boys, you know, crowded mm. around Swami in that mm. moving bus, mm. and then Swami explained, "See, there are three ways of production. Mm. One is the normal way, mm. the industrial way. Mm. You take raw materials, you mm. put it through a process, and then you get the finished products." Correct. The other is the way of the siddhas, mm-hmm. those who have attained a certain level of spiritual uh, evolution mm-hmm. or attainment. Mm. They have the ability to manipulate elements, mm. and that is a limited way because it is like using up resources, just like how you start with mm. uh, raw materials and as the product pro- uh, produce is made, mm. you're using up the raw material. This is mm. also like that. Mm. You have certain powers, and the more you use them, mm. you're depleting it. Correct. And Swami said, the third method is my method. Mm. Okay, and then Swami explained. I just think, hmm. and it happens. Wow. <laughs> okay, and then Swami wanted to explain it to them graphically, and Swami hmm. looked at the boys and said, "For example," hmm. and Swami pointing his forefinger to his forehead. Hmm. Swami said, "Now hmm. a thought is coming. Hmm. A thought is coming that I want to show these boys a diamond." Hmm. And Swami was pointing out, you know, to his hmm. forehead, a thought hmm. is coming. Thought is coming. And see, it has come in my hand. And Swami showed his hand, and in his palm there was this a uh, little sparkling diamond. Beautiful. Okay, mm. Swami said, "See, mm. thought came, mm. it happened." Mm. Okay, that's all. Then Swami said, "Now see, now thought is coming." Again, mm. pointing his forehead, mm. thought is coming, thought is coming. That I want to make this white diamond a green diamond. Mm. And see, it has happened. Wow. And when they looked at Swami's hand, there was a green diamond in the place of the white diamond. <laughs> and Swami said, "This is my way of creating." Mm. And then Swami said, "Even you can do this, wow. mm. but." You should be as pure as I am. Mm. The source of this ability is purity. Mm. And you know when Swami says here mm. that sattva is the basis of all forms of creation. Correct. You know what you see, what you hear. Mm. You know the perception comes from that. And then Swami in the discourse says that the eyesight comes first, and then the objects seen are coming. Correct. Correct. So the source of everything which is created is also mm. purity only. Mm. And there, Swami was proving to these boys that you know the thought happens mm. and the creation happens. It is because it is based on absolute purity. Correct, amazing, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely amazing. And um, there was a lot of um, um, mathematics involved in explaining how the panchikritams come together right, to right. form various organs and all that. Just an example, maybe. Uh, just that Swami was saying. Suppose you have gross earth; mm-hmm. it comes out of. It's made half with subtle earth, mm-hmm. one eighth each of the other elements. Other elements, like subtle fire, subtle water. That's true. Right, and then Swami went on to tell another beautiful points of uh, you know the five subtle elements mm-hmm. when they combine in their functioning mm-hmm. and are influenced by the sattvic aspect, mm-hmm. you get the jnana indriyas, the tools of perception, mm-hmm. your sight, mm-hmm. your hearing, and all that. Mm-hmm. And when these combine in functioning with the rajasic aspect. Correct. Then you get the karmendriyas, karmendriyas. and mm. then Swami was telling how each element has one associated jnana indriya and one associated karmendriya. Karmendriya. That's right. The subtle and the 
the sattvic uh, as manifestation and the rajasik are connected right so that's what swami is saying but then there was a very beautiful link after this elements he says the only reason he says the shodasha kalas he says these are the shodasha kalas that is present in every human being as it is in every avatar right but one thing that differentiates humans from the avatar is desire hmm. so that's how he starts the topic of desire and then he goes on to give that beautiful story of how goddess lakshmi is following a person but the moment he had doubt whether she's following or not she vanishes so uh, he brought in this concept of desire because in a way you know in my understanding unless your motive to any action to any thought to any word is in tune with the original motive of creation that is pure love if it is in sync with pure love then it is absolute selfless love but the moment it is motivated your word or your thought or your action is motivated by anything else then it is influenced by one of these three gunas and then that cycle has to you have to undergo till you get purified 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 and you come a desire is something that leads you to try to possess something absolutely or tries to allow you to uh, experience something so that the moment you try to cut yourself away from the whole the existence of the entire universe that is the mistake you are actually doing <laughs> that's what one of the masters puts it very beautifully he says when the residue of every action of yours mm-hmm. is only love yes the actions will cease to bind you anymore okay he says <laughs> when you do it it is inspired by and what you get from doing that action is only love mm-hmm. there is no possessiveness there there mm. is no desire to uh, you know grab something or desire to possess something correct when it is just done out of love mm-hmm. because that's the way god does it mm. that's the way swami did it and that's what krishna says in the gita mm. then your actions do not bind you anymore that's right that's right so um, i think that that was more or less and then he told how desires you try to find uh, pleasure and happiness outside and that beautiful poem of how first the man drinks the wine second the wine drinks wine <laughs> and thirdly how the wine drinks man so it's basically it shows how you the desires possess you first you possess the desire then the desire possesses you so um i think that's where we stopped last time right right that was the last thing but the other aspect which ami is making here is not completely going into it maybe mm. later in the discourse or in the discourse to follow mm. the clear difference between the subtle body and the gross body okay though ami is talking about the subtle elements and the gross elements mm-hmm. it is also you know in the same context it is often told mm-hmm. the difference between the subtle and the gross body okay and because the gross body is made of the gross elements you know, yes. made of all these things mm. but often you know that was the point which ami made even in the first discourse mm. saying that the body is there mm. but what is it that makes the body alive there mm. is something in the body which is making the body get that importance mm. and uh, just reading a book where you know the person says Uh, let us say there is a man in the room mm. okay a, a guest comes to your house and you mm. give him a room to stay in mm. so the next morning you want to invite him for breakfast mm. so you're not sure whether the guest is still there or he he has left mm-hmm. so you go to the room mm. and you knock the door mm. so if the man inside responds mm. then you know the man is there correct if you knock the door and the man does not respond the man mm. is not there mm. he says that's the same thing with the body okay <laughs> he says when the body gets a knock mm. <laughs> you tap the body Mm. and if the subtle man inside responds mm. then he is there 
Correct. Or right. the gross body is there, but the subtle body is not there. Mm. And he gives a very beautiful explanation in mm. that, that Swamiji. He says, you know, when this happens, when mm. the subtle body leaves the gross body, mm. then you will see all the five elements going back to their source. Correct. He says, how does that happen? Mm. The air which is going in and out stops. Mm. So the air inside the body slowly mm. starts leaving the body. Mm. It goes back to its source. Correct. Then he says, what is the sure sign of life? Mm. It's the warmth of the body. Correct. Then he says, the warmth starts going. Mm. That's where the body becomes cold. Correct. When a person you know, gives up the body. Fire. The fire. Mm. And then he says, the body starts shrinking. Mm. That's the last thing which happens. Mm. When the body shrinks, the fluids in the body leave the body. Mm. So that go back to the source. And when the body shrinks, he mm. says, the space the body occupied before, <laughs> it occupies lesser space. That's right. So the space is going back to where it came from. Mm. That's what, as I told you sometime back, these things are very nice to talk about theoretically. You know, just a simple example, when somebody is born, they say, wow, he's born and so beautiful he looks and so, see this child, how active he is. But when he passes away, you say, he left the body. <laughs> we say that, he left the body and went. So when he passes away, it knocks that wisdom into you that he is not the body because you still see his form. Right. You still see his face. You still see his... Uh, very beautiful point because in birth, you, you see both coming come at together. the same time. Right? You see, you, you 100% identify and believe that the soul is the body. And you say, see how he's talking, see how he's smiling, look here, look there, all that, you go on. But the moment he dies, you say he left the body. Because the body is right in body front of you. Body is right there in front of you. <laughs> so, it's like a knock that right. is required. And that's exactly why they say that uh, mm. one of the strongest vairagya is the smashana vairagya. That's right. When you see somebody <laughs> being cremated or be, see a person who is dead. That's true. Because that's when it's it's like seeing a mirror. You know that it's something which is going to happen to you. And are you mentally prepared for that? So, that's why when they ask Nisargdath Maharaj, mm-hmm. when were you born? He says, I was never born. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it <laughs> so should we go to the next case yes, I think two more clips are there so we'll go to the next clip in that discourse really public service really one wants to enjoy happiness and peace undertake enter into society the poor and the forlorn could be taken care of by you. Through that, your energy also gets charged. You get peace of mind. Your conscience also declares to you that what you have done is for your own good. Whether it is the wealthy people or people in power and authority do not unfortunately get this kind of thoughts Vidyarthulare. to the right path. Dear students, you should remember in your future life, all your capacities and your sacredness must be distributed for the welfare Karna of society. The reason is, you are a member of the society. You are not different from the society. Your welfare depends upon the welfare of the society. 
అభివృద్ధి అవుతుంది దెన్ ఓన్లీ యువర్ వెల్ఫేర్ ఆల్సో గ్రోస్ ఇది ఏ నిజమైనటువంటి మానవుని కర్తవ్యం దిస్ ఈస్ ది మోస్ట్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ డ్యూటీ ఆఫ్ మ్యాన్ ఈ కర్తవ్యాన్ని విస్మరించి గివింగ్ అప్ ది సేక్రెడ్ డ్యూటీ దుర్భావముతో దుర్భావమును విశ్వసించి హావింగ్ ఫుల్ ఫెయిత్ ఇన్ బ్యాడ్ దుర్మార్గములో ప్రవేశించడం చేతనే entering into the wrong he will pass shanti sukhamulaku dooram aipothunnadu manavudu he is becoming distant to peace and happiness kanuka bhagavantudu neeve you are god nee yokka tattvame bhagavat yokka shakti you are power is the power of god dinine energy annaru that is energy aithe manaku telivitetalu adhikanga untunnayi we are having a lot of cleverness ee telivitetalanta kudanu ee yokka durviniyogam chestunnaru ee energy ni we are misusing an account of our cleverness all our telivitetalu undi kudanu aa telivitetanu sakramaina margamulo praveshinchakunda pote aa telivitetanu nirupayogam aipothayi you may have cleverness and intelligence if you do not use them well telivitetanu lekunda nevu karyamlo praveshiste aa karyamlo nishprayojanam aipothundi without cleverness and intelligence if you undertake action you are not likely to succeed either knowledge without action foolishness foolishness knowledge without action is foolishness action without knowledge useless action without knowledge is useless ee knowledge man action rendintini ekam cheyali you should combine and unite knowledge and action idi divyattamu prakruti tattvamu rendinti yokka ekattam that is combining the divinity and the principle of creation karuka ee yokka creation pratyekanga bhagavantuniki veruga ledhi creation is not different from god bhagavantunitune koodi untundali it is associated in integral way with god andukosamane jeeva ishvara prakruti ani trimurtyatmak swarupam that is why it is said the individual soul ishvara ee moodu veru kaadu these are not three different entities veru veru roopam namamga manaku gocharistunde kaani moodu cheri okkate the forms are different but essentially and basically they are one and the same idi emiti idi vastram this is a cloth అయితే ఇది వస్త్రం ఎట్లయిపోయింది దారముల యొక్క చేరికతో వస్త్రమైంది బై ది థ్రెడ్స్ దిస్ హెస్ బికమ్ ఏ క్లాత్ ఈ దారములు ఎట్లయినాయి ప్రతి ఒక్క దీనితో దారములుగా ఏర్పడినాయి బై కన్వర్టింగ్ కాటన్ యు గాట్ ద థ్రెడ్స్ ప్రతి లేక దారం కాలేదు దారం లేక వస్త్రం కాలేదు వితౌట్ కాటన్ యు డిడ్ నాట్ హ్యావ్ థ్రెడ్స్ వితౌట్ థ్రెడ్స్ యు డిడ్ నాట్ హ్యావ్ క్లాత్ కనుకునే ప్రతి దారము వస్త్రము మూడు ఏకమే ఇన్ ద సేమ్ వే the cloth the threads and mana viniyogalu deeniki roopanamamulu veru veruga vachayi the name and form are different for this kanukane trigunam tridalakaram trinetram chitriyayudam tijanma papa samharam eka bilvam sivarpanam manna mukhyamaina kudidi mana trigunamulu yokka tattvamu ekatvamaina satya tattvam tho koodi untundali basically these all these three qualities are united in one quality and that is truth vidyarthulara ye sadhanalu manu cheyakapoyinappatikini students you may not do any sadhana bhagavat premanu amitanga manam penchukovali develop in great quantities love for god aa okka nirmalamaina nischalamaina okka premanu manu penchukunte manaku sarvamu labhyam aipothundi if you have pure and steady love for god 
you get control over everything and become master of everything valmiki yavani vamsamandali vaadu in which lineage did valmiki take his birth valmiki yavani vamsamandali vaadu nandundu ye palle endu putte in which village was nanda born vasuda druvundanta vayasu galigiyunde sabari entati shakti galigiyunde dru what age did he have what capacity did sabari have vidruni kentati vitaranamatiyunde timmani kentati teliviyunde what extra quality did vidura have what extra quality special quality which hanuman have పెద్ద చెంచలత్వంతో పుట్టినిల్లు పెట్టిన పేరు కోతి హనుమంతుడికి ఎ మంకీ హనుమాన్ ఈజ్ నోన్ ఫార్ ది వేవరింగ్ నేచర్ అతడు రాములకు ప్రియమైన నియర్ అండ్ డియర్ అన్నింటికినీ తాను ముఖ్యమైనటువంటి వాడుగా ఉండాలంటే దీనికి కారణం ఏమిటి వాట్ ఈస్ ఇట్ దట్ మేడ్ హనుమాన్ నియరెస్ట్ నియరెస్ట్ టు రామా ఇన్ ఆల్ చిన్న విషయాన్ని తన తెలివితేటల యొక్క తత్వాన్ని మీరు చక్కగా గుర్తించవచ్చు you can understand the type of cleverness and intelligence which hanuman had so means they're about to tell a nice story about hanuman i'm so tempted to listen to it before we make any comment <laughs> but i think quickly going through whatever swami has said here mm-hmm. no it's it's happened in the previous discourses also mm-hmm. swami is talking about something very very esoteric and uh, mm. subtle and beyond our comprehension mm-hmm. and then swami just breaks it all down and says forget all that mm. do this do this <laughs> you know serve society mm. have find fulfillment by loving god mm. uh, it's very difficult to in one sentence or in a few passages explain how this is related to that mm. but i think it is in in more than many ways subtly related correct serving the society because mm. swami is saying that there is a joy in it mm-hmm. swami is not telling uh, just that it is good mm. uh, it's good for you or it's good for the society swami is saying there is a certain joy in it mm. you will find your conscience being uh, rejoicing in that act of serving mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. and you have to do that mm. it's it's very uh, difficult because uh, in, in one sense when whatever when swami speaks about seva mm-hmm. swami would say that don't do seva because you are helping somebody correct do it because it is making you restless to see somebody in pain mm. making you feel uncomfortable seeing somebody in need in fact you know in the book conversations with sai baba mm-hmm. with john hislop he clearly asks swami he says swami i know now that you have told me i am very clear that i am not this body i am not this mind i am not this senses i am not the buddhi i am not all this i am the atman i know it so have i attained self realization swami says you only know it but mm-hmm. do you feel it do you experience it then he asks swami how do i experience it he says the day you see a person suffering and you feel his pain oh <laughs> the day you see a person suffering and you see his pain and you feel his pain that day you have attained realization it's just not you see somebody suffering and then um, you say oh paapam he is suffering <laughs> that's not like that you should because you are experiencing that oneness 
సో ఇఫ్ ఇఫ్ పరులు పరులు కాదు పరులు పరమాత్ముడే స్వామి సేస్ దట్ ఇన్ ఇస్ మెనీ ఆఫ్ ఇస్ డిస్కోర్స్ అదర్స్ ఆర్ నాట్ అదర్స్ అదర్స్ ఆర్ ఆల్ గాడ్ సో అల్టిమేట్లీ ద ట్రూత్ ఇస్ వన్ బట్ ద వే యూ అప్రోచ్ ద ట్రూత్ ఇస్ మల్టీఫోల్డ్ అండ్ సిన్స్ ఈవెన్ ఇన్ ద గీతా ఇట్ ఇస్ సెడ్ దట్ ద మోమెంట్ అ జీవా టేక్స్ బర్త్ హీ కెనాట్ ఎస్కేప్ యాక్షన్ సో amongst 100 actions that you do in a day just for example if you take 100 actions if you are doing um, 99 selfless acts and one selfish act so you are you are growing instead <laughs> of the other way around so you can only strive to b- make all your actions more and more selfless so that way what happens is you expand your consciousness and um, you actually start feeling the pain what did mother teresa do she just felt the pain of people in distress you know often times um, i think about this and um, you know leprosy for that matter is contagious right right leprosy is contagious but mother teresa with you know that purity of feeling she went and served the people in the lepers there and um, she herself uh, was not at all affected by the disease i think the intention and the purity with which you do it then god god takes care of rest of it <laughs> so uh, that's why it said that every action of yours the entire universe supports it so the whole right. universe supports right. a good action of yours and it's constantly trying to drive you towards goodness you know you were talking about mother teresa who mm. did not contract the disease mm. but there is a story of father damien okay you know he, he goes to the molokai islands to mm-hmm. serve the lepers mm-hmm. those days they never had any cure or they didn't know how to handle these leprosy patients mm-hmm. so they had a separate island mm-hmm. where these patients would be shipped off to oh okay they would live by themselves mm. and father damien goes to you know uh, teach them about god and try oh. to bring in some discipline in their life mm-hmm. and uh, they are they warn him against it mm. you know his colleagues in the mm. church they warn mm. him they said you will contract the disease mm. so he says no i'll serve them for a few years and i'll come back mm. yeah i'll just leave it to jesus mm. it's a very graphical uh, image mm. of him mm. the day when he's returning mm. you know he goes to the beach mm. the the ship is waiting for him mm. and then father damien goes to the beach he wants to offer respects to the mm. the the ocean mm. and so he just goes there he picks up some water in his hand mm. and then he realizes he's not feeling the the chill of the water oh and then he realizes he's contracted the disease mm. so he decides to stay back mm. but you know see the beauty of the thing mm. he stays back he continues mm. to serve them mm. and when seeing him hmm. the patients who till then thought that you know it is nice to talk about being good hmm. for a disease patient when you are not disease yourself correct but when they see him lead a you know sublime life in spite hmm. of the disease hmm. he finally dies with the disease hmm. but seeing him live a happy life hmm. seeing him also you know in spite of being in that situation thanking god hmm. their lives change amazing amazing <laughs> you know that's the beauty and, and that is the thing and, and uh, many times when swami talks about seva swami always mentions this you know so i guess in mother teresa's case her not contracting the disease was meant for better good and in father daniel's case it was the other way around <laughs> so basically it is for the upliftment of right. everybody and that is the thing you know talking about mother teresa we say that she moved to calcutta she, it was mm. not the city she was born in she was right. not even born in india she saw the plight of the poor people there and she mm-hmm. wanted to do something for that mm-hmm. city and she moves in and she starts serving mm-hmm. when mother teresa died mm-hmm. one cannot say that she eradicated poverty of kolkata 
right one cannot say she eradicated leprosy from the city mm. but you can be sure mm. that she would have died a satisfied death that's when right. she died she would have been a satisfied person mm. because satisfaction lies in the action mm. and that's what swami is saying that when you help you will find a fulfillment you will find a joy and the action will give you the it mm. is not in the results of the action results mm. can be anything mm. but you can find fulfillment through the action that's right you sanctify yourself through action and uh, i think her tagline was something beautiful for god right <laughs> something beautiful for god so uh, talking about service i think anybody who has done seva anybody who has done service knows that feeling that when you know that you want nothing from the other person and you're selflessly doing it there's a joy that comes in you that joy is a spark of the truth because you try to explain to yourself that you are the one who is serving to yourself you know there's an interesting incident which uh, the devotees from latin america share mm-hmm. there was this young man who who had some unpleasant events in his life so he decided to end his life okay and he had nobody to live for and mm. so he thought it's you know let, let me just kill myself mm. so he happened to share it with the person whom he mm. knew mm. and he says i'm just going to end my life mm. so this man he said you know mm. anyway you're going to end your life mm-hmm. and we are actually taking a relief material mm. to a particular village mm-hmm. where they've had a certain natural calamity mm. we don't have a truck driver mm. so can you accompany us as a truck driver come back and then kill yourself <laughs> you know he just gives him a thing and he says that yeah i mean it doesn't make a difference if i live for two days more mm. instead of killing myself on the first let me kill myself <laughs> later in the week mm. that's what he thinks and he travels along with them and mm. he goes with the relief material mm-hmm. and then helps them in the distribution there mm. and he says those people when they come and cry to him and say you are god Mm. you've saved us and you you know you've fed us mm. you've saved our children mm. and when they cry to him something happens in him mm. and he makes another trip as a truck driver <laughs> and he makes another trip and he ends up mm. finding the joy of his life doing Beautiful. that you Beautiful. know a person who wanted to kill himself who found mm. nothing interesting to live for mm. when he started living for others there are enough others around so you can live as many number of lives very true <laughs> beautiful and um, how nicely swami brings about uh, hanuman and um, so he says if somebody like hanuman you know, speaking of a hanuman as a monkey as you say so he just he is saying that it's possible for anybody right and, and the names which swami mentions are also like that mm. valmiki mm. who was a decoit mm. and nanda who is actually a tribal chieftain correct and dhruva who is a f- five year old mm. shabari who is an uneducated the woman mm. and vidura who is supposed to be the son of a maid servant true <laughs> and then finally comes to hanuman and swami saying that i will tell you why hanuman is special please play the <laughs> clip we are waiting so for the clip that is also happens to be the last clip of this discourse yes so we will hear that out parama bhaktiye pavitramaina shakti nandistundi it is the sacred devotion which confers extraordinary power on you ఇతను రామ ఆజ్ఞను శిరస్సా వహించి ఎన్ని కష్టములకైనా ఎన్ని బాధలకైనా కూడా తాను సహించి ఆ రామాజ్ఞను నేను శిరసా వహించటమే నా యొక్క ప్రధాన కర్తవ్యం అని విశ్వసించాడు హీ ఆల్వేస్ ఫర్మ్లీ బిలీవ్ క్యారియింగ్ అవుట్ ద కమాండ్ ఆఫ్ రామా వాజ్ ద ప్రైమ్ డ్యూటీ ఆఫ్ హనుమాన్ ఆజ్ఞ ఇచ్చినటువంటి భగవంతుడు శక్తిని కూడా తానే ఇవ్వగలడు గాడ్ హూ గివ్స్ ద కమాండ్ కన్ఫర్స్ ఈ సీతాన్వేషణకై నన్ను పంపుతున్నాడు ఆ అన్వేషణ శక్తి కూడా తానే ఇవ్వగలడు 
సంభాషణ జరుగుతుంది there was conversation dialogue going on between vibhishana and hanuman neevanta adrishtavantuloi antunnadu vibhishanadu vibhishana told hanuman how lucky and fortunate you are hanuman sri rama darshanam nu cheskunnavu sri rama sevana nu salaputunnavu kaani nenu ento kaalam nunchi kuda nu ramachandra chestunnanu kaanu naaku rama darshanam kalagaledu you had the you have the fortune of serving rama directly but i am chanting the name of rama for such a long time i did not have his vision his darshan at all dini karanam emto nee gurtinchukunnava vibhishana annadu hanuman asked vibhishana have you been able to find the reason for this intati karanam telusukune atuvanti vyakti ne nenaithe naaku darshanam kaaledene atuvanti vicharam nenu chese undunu if only i had i had the capacity to find out the reason i would have cheppadu neevu rama chintana chestunnave kaani రామకార్యంలో పాల్గొంటున్నావా యుర్ ఓన్లీ చాంటింగ్ ద నేమ్ ఆఫ్ రామా అండ్ రిమెంబరింగ్ హిమ్ బట్ ఆర్ యూ అండర్ టేకింగ్ టు పార్టిసిపేట్ ఇన్ రామాస్ మిషన్ భగవత్ అని భగవత్ చింతన చేస్తున్నారే కానీ భగవత్ కార్యాలయం ఏమైనా పాల్గొంటున్నామా టుడే ఆర్ ఓన్లీ థింకింగ్ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ బట్ ఆర్ వీ పార్టిసిపేటింగ్ ఇన్ హిస్ వర్క్ నేను రామ చింతన చేయటమే కాకుండా రామ కార్యంలో నా జీవితాన్ని అంకితం చేశాను నాట్ మేర్లీ డూ ఐ గో ఆన్ రిమెంబరింగ్ కాన్స్టెంట్లీ రామా ఐ అండర్ టేక్ రాములు నన్ను దగ్గర చేర్చుకోవటానికి తగినటువంటి అర్హత నాకు దాట్ ఈస్ వై రామా హ్యాస్ టేకన్ మీ సో నేను ఏ వేదము ఏ శాస్త్రము ఏ ఉత్పృష్టత్తు ఏ దిక్కు నేను వల్లించలేదు నేర్చుకోలేదు ఐ డు నాట్ ఐ హ్ నాట్ రైట్ ఎనీ స్క్రిప్చర్ ఎనీ వేద ఎనీ ఉపనిషత్ ఆర్ ఎనీ శాస్త్ర కనుక ఆ రామచింతనతో పాటు రామ కార్యంలో నా జీవితాన్ని అంకితం చేశానన్నాడు అలాంగ్ విత్ చాంటింగ్ ద నేమ్ ఆఫ్ రామా ఐ ఆఫర్డ్ మై సెల్ఫ్ టు సర్వ్ రామా పార్టిసిపేటింగ్ ఇన్ హిస్ మిషన్ అండ్ తదుపరి హనుమంతుడు ప్రశ్నించాడు దెన్ హనుమాన్ క్వశ్చన్ విభీషణ తల్లి సీతమ్మను చూచావా నువ్వు అన్నాడు హ్యావ్ యు సీన్ మదర్ సీత విభీషణ చూచాను హనుమంత వెల్ ఐ హ్యావ్ సీన్ హనుమాన్ మరి ఆ సీత యొక్క విడుదల కోసం విముక్తి నిమిత్తమై నీవేమైనా ప్రయత్నం చేశావా హ్యావ్ యూ మేడ్ ఎనీ ఎఫర్ట్స్ టు గెట్ హర్ లిబరేటెడ్ ఫ్రామ్ దిస్ పట్టు చెయ్యలేదు నో యు హర్ నాట్ డన్ ఎనీథింగ్ రామభక్తి రామభక్తి అని అనుకుంటున్నావు రామపత్ని అయినటువంటి యొక్క సీతని ఇన్ని కష్టాలు పడుతుంటే ఆ రాముల చెంతకు చేర్చడానికి తగినటువంటి కృషి నువ్వు చేయలేదు యూ కాల్ యువర్ సెల్ఫ్ ఎ గ్రేట్ డివోటీ ఆఫ్ రామా యు హర్ నాట్ మేడ్ ఎనీ ఎఫర్ట్స్ టు టేక్ సీత అండ్ ఫుడ్ హర్ బ్యాక్ టు రామా అయితే ఇందులో మనం ఇద్దరు కూడా ఒక విధమైనటువంటి యొక్క స్నేహంతో ఒక విధమైనటువంటి సమన్వయం కావుదాం నావు లెటర్స్ జస్ట్ హ్యావ్ సమ్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ అండర్స్టాండింగ్ బిట్వీన్ అస్ నీవు అమ్మను చూచావు నేను అప్పను చూచాను యు హ్యావ్ సీన్ మదర్ ఐ హ్యావ్ సీన్ ఫాదర్ కనుక నీవు నాకు అమ్మను చూపించు నేను నీకు అప్పను చూపిస్తానన్నాడు యూ షో మీ మదర్ ఐ విల్ షో యూ ఫాదర్ అప్పుడు ఇరువురు కూడా అమ్మ అప్పలను చూచినటువంటి వారం అవుతాం దెన్ బోత్ విజన్ ఆఫ్ మదర్ ఈ విధంగా ఇరువురు కూడా ఒక కార్యంలో ఒక నిర్ణయానికి వచ్చారు దాట్ వాస్ ది కాంట్రాక్ట్ ఎంటర్డ్ ఇన్ టు బై దెమ్ మరి ఒక సందర్భం లోపల హనుమంతుడితో మాట్లాడుతూ 
విభీషణుడు అంటున్నాడు ఇన్ అనదర్ కాంటెక్స్ట్ వైల్ టాకింగ్ టు హనుమాన్ విభీషణ్ అడ్రస్డ్ హిమ్ దస్ హనుమంత నేను ఎక్కడున్నాడని మీకు తెలియదా కేవలము సూటి అయినటువంటి యొక్క పొదల వంటి అంబుల పొదల వంటి యొక్క దంతముల మధ్య నాలుక ఉండినట్టుగా ఈ క్రూర రాక్షసుల మధ్య నేను నిలిచి ఉంటున్నాను రామచింతన చేయడానికి కూడా నాకు సదవకాశం లభించటం లేదు అన్నాడు విభీషణ టోల్డ్ హనుమాన్ హనుమాన్ ఐఎమ్ లైక్ ద టంగ్ ఇన్ ద మిడిస్ట్ ఆఫ్ ది షార్ప్ టీత్ ఇన్ ది మిడిస్ట్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ రాక్షసెస్ ఐ డు నాట్ హ్యావ్ ద టైమ్ ఈవెన్ టు థింక్ ఆఫ్ రామా హీ సెట్ హనుమంతుని యొక్క తెలివితేటలు ఎంత గొప్పవో ఆ రామానుగ్రహం వల్ల కలిగినటువంటి యొక్క ఈ శక్తి సామర్థ్యం ఎంత గొప్పవో విద్యార్థులు చక్కగా గుర్తించవచ్చు స్టూడెంట్స్ కెన్ కేర్ఫుల్లీ అండర్స్టాండ్ ద టైప్ ఆఫ్ విజ్డమ్ అండ్ షార్ప్ నాలెడ్జ్ హీ హ్యాడ్ బై ది గ్రేస్ ఆఫ్ ఈ మాట విన్నంతనే హనుమంతుడు చెప్తున్నాడు విభీషణ పండ్లు ముందు రాలుతాయా నాలుగు ముందు రాలుతుందా the moment he hanuman heard these words from vibhishana he questioned back well vibhishana would teeth fall off first or mundu pandu raalutai naluka raaladu teeth will fall first kanuka neevu dantamunaku madhya undinattuga neevu ramachandra chestu untunnavu ee rakshasulaku madhya rakshasulu mundu kooli potharu you are considering yourself like a tongue in the midst of these demons neevu poshimpa padtavu the demons will die and you will be protected there is nothing to be bothered about by you you are safe kanukara anumantuni yokka gunamu enta soochyamga untunda adi yochinchandi what subtle power of understanding hanuman had you can see kanukane aa vibhishanudu shantudu gunavantudu balavantudu hanumantudu ani varnisthu vachadu that vibhishana began describing hanuman as the one who is full of peace full of power full of understanding శాంతి గుణము బలము అన్ని మనకు ఒక్క ప్రేమ ద్వారానే లభ్యమవుతాయి ఆల్ దిస్ పీస్ వర్చ్యూ పవర్ కెపాసిటీస్ వీ కెన్ గెట్ త్రూ వన్ థింగ్ అండ్ దట్ ఈస్ భగవత్ ప్రేమ సంపూర్ణమైన హృదయంతో ఉండిన సర్వము మనకు లభ్యమైపోతుంది ఫిల్ యువర్ హార్ట్ విత్ ఫుల్ లవ్ ఫర్ గాడ్ యు గెట్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ యాడెడ్ అండ్ టు యూ కనుక భగవత్ ప్రేమను మనము అనుభవించినట్టమే త్రిగుణముల యొక్క స్వాధీనం మనకు జరుగుతుంది యాజ్ వీఆర్ నాట్ ఎంజాయింగ్ ద లవ్ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ యు బికమ్ ఎ విక్టిమ్ ఆఫ్ దీస్ త్రీ క్వాలిటీ త్రిగుణాన్ని సాధించినటువంటి వ్యక్తి త్రిలోకాన్ని కూడా సాధించగలడు ఎ పర్సన్ హూ కాంకర్ దీస్ త్రీ క్వాలిటీస్ కెన్ కాంకర్ ద త్రీ వరల్డ్ వాటిని సాధించక ఇంక ఎన్ని సాధించకాని ఏమి ప్రయోజనం వితౌట్ కాంకరింగ్ దెమ్ వాట్ ఎవర్ ఎల్స్ ఇస్ కాంకర్డ్ బై యూ విద్యార్థి ప్రహ్లాదుడు హిరణ్య కసిపడైన తండ్రికి బుద్ధి చెప్పుతున్నాడు ప్రహ్లాదాహుస్మాడవు తండ్రి లోకములన్నీయు గడియలోన జయించినవాడవు ఇంద్రియాలోకము చిత్తము గెలువ నేరవు చిత్తము గెలువ నేరవు చిత్తము గెలువ నేరవు ఓ తండ్రి ఎన్ని లోకాలు నీవు సాధించావు ఎంత రాజ్యాలను నీవు పొందినావు 
ఎంత రాజును నీవు పరాభవం గావించావు కానీ నీ యొక్క ఇంద్రియాన్ని మాత్రం నీవు జయించుకోలేకపోతున్నావు ఎన్ని జయించి ప్రయోజనమేమి ఓ ఫాదర్ యూ హ్యావ్ కాంకర్డ్ ఏ నంబర్ ఆఫ్ కింగ్డమ్స్ అండ్ ఏ నంబర్ ఆఫ్ వర్ల్డ్స్ అండ్ డివైడెడ్ ఏ నంబర్ ఆఫ్ కింగ్స్ బట్ యూ హ్యావ్ నాట్ బీన్ ఏబుల్ టు కాంక యువర్ ఓన్ సెన్సెస్ అండ్ కనుక బయట రాజ్యాన్ని జయించినటువంటి వాడు రాజు కావచ్చు the one who has conquered the external kingdoms may be a king indriyanu jeyinchinatunte vaadu rajaniki raja maharaja raja but the one who has conquered the senses is the emperor king of chakravarti kaagaladu he will become an emperor nagaman register chakravarti kaadu hudaya samrajyamulaku chakravarti avtadu he will become an emperor of the heart kanuka విద్యార్థులు ఇంద్రియములను అరికట్టి పవిత్రమైనటువంటి మార్గంలో ప్రవేశపెట్టి మీ కర్తవ్యాన్ని నిర్వర్తించటకు కంకణం కట్టుకోవాలి స్టూడెంట్స్ టేక్ ఎ వౌ టు కంట్రోల్ యువర్ సెన్సెస్ అండ్ డిశ్చార్జ్ యువర్ డ్యూటీస్ ప్రాపర్లీ ఆదర్శవంతమైనటువంటి జీవితాన్ని అందించాలి విద్యార్థులు స్టూడెంట్స్ ఆఫర్ యువర్ లైవ్స్ యాజ్ అన్ ఐడియల్ అండ్ మోడల్ హృదయాన్ని విశాలముగా వించుకోండి బ్రాడ్ అండ్ యువర్ హార్ట్స్ ఈనాడు ప్రపంచంలో ఎక్కడ చూసినప్పటికీ వాతావరణము మాలిన్యంగా ఉంది టు విచ్ ఎవర్ సైడ్ యు టర్న్ దిస్ వర్డ్ ఆహారం మాలిన్యంగా ఉంటుంది ఎన్వైరన్మెంట్ ఇస్ పొల్యూటెడ్ ఫుడ్ ఇస్ పొల్యూటెడ్ తినేటువంటి పదార్థం మాలిన్యంగా ఉంటుంది ఫుడ్ దట్ యు పార్టేక్ ఇస్ పొల్యూటెడ్ సర్వము మాలిన్యమయంగా ఉంటుంది ఎవ్రీథింగ్ ఇస్ ఫుల్ ఆఫ్ పొల్యూషన్ దీనిని మనము ఏ విధంగా మనం పరిశుద్ధం చేయాలి హౌ కెన్ వీ క్లీన్స్ ఇట్ ఒక్క ప్రేమ భావాన్ని మీరు అభివృద్ధి పరచుకొని సమాజంలో ప్రవేశించండి డెవలప్ లవ్ ఇన్ యూ అండ్ ఎంటర్ ఇన్ టు సొసైటీ మీ వెంటనే జంటనే ఇంటనే కంటనే ఉంటుండి సర్వ విధములు కూడా మీ విజయాన్ని సాధించడానికి తగిన శక్తిని అందిస్తాడు భగవంతుడు గాడ్ విల్ గివ్ యూ ది పవర్ టు అచీవ్ విక్టరీ అండ్ సక్సెస్ విశ్వాసాన్ని మీరు మొట్టమొట్ట బలపరచుకోవాలి that faith must be developed jaganni swatthani tyagam cheyandi sacrifice your selfishness palasthani preminchandi love the transcendental god daiva preeti paapa bhiti sangha neeti ee mootintini meeru abhiruthi parchari develop in you love for god fear of sin and societal morality in you and there was the last clip of that discourse <laughs> you know sometimes i just feel like saying swami why did you tell us all that before it's so easy to love god <laughs> in the portion where swami is telling now just love god and everything else is taken care but i guess you know i was just thinking over it you love god and um, you are full of expectation from him right but um, this love which swami is talking of is just selfless love you are not expecting anything from god just love him and um, i guess having an understanding of all that swami has spoken in the previous discourses in this series and then loving god and then loving uh, i would say knowing that you are also an aspect of god i think there is a difference because automatically your love becomes very strong so in a sense your bhakti and gyana cannot be separated <laughs> so so you know that you are an aspect of god and then you love god then the resonance is much easier that's what mm-hmm. i think right 
you know one thing is when swami speaks about love mm-hmm. definitely he's speaking about the ultimate love which we are nowhere near as you said you know we are mm-hmm. still in the 99 selfless acts and one selfish <laughs> act or whatever is the proportion mm-hmm. maybe 50 50 not even 90 <laughs> that's 10, right no, that's 90, right one but you know the more you understand the fact mm-hmm. that pain is not always pain mm-hmm. that suffering is always not suffering mm-hmm. then the way you look at god and the way you look at god's benediction will change correct the way you look at what god does for your good mm. that will change you know when mm. you say that you have to think that whatever happens to me is for my good mm. all this what swami is telling that you're not the body you know the mind mm. is to redefine that good correct because as of now most of us think that you know uh, harm to the body is bad mm. something which benefits the body is good something mm. that benefits my family is good mm. something that benefits my career is good mm. but here is swami the whole of the spiritual uh, discourse is for to redefine that good correct the moment you say that you're not the body mm. then what good and bad are we talking about you know that again brings back to the definition that Uh, bad is that which takes you away from god right that is what swami had defined goodness and badness bad is something which takes you away from god and you know when swami is speaking of hanuman just this thought came to me yes we are talking about this ultimate truth and then we are talking about practical life how you live in your practical life and um, in a way hanuman is a perfect example because there is a padyam which swami says which i cannot uh, rephrase but he says if you ask hanuman who are you right he says if you look at me at the level of the body dasoham dasoham if you look at me at the level of the mind he says devotee uh, devotee but if you look at me at the level of the atman we both are one we are one and the same so uh, in that attitude so to lead your life in that attitude and um, Namasmarna that Swami keeps saying he kept chanting he chanted the name of Rama he always had Lord Rama's form in his uh, being he did Rama's work <laughs> and uh, it is not that he sat in one corner and just did Ram Nam so in a sense you know he is one of the you know yeah. most perfect Absolutely. examples for us right. and no wonder Swami put a huge <laughs> Hanuman statue right yeah, in fact uh, when we had that Ramayana Saptaha in Swami's presence mm-hmm. a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. There was one speaker who was a standout speaker. He spoke mm. on Sundara Kandam. Okay. Okay. And there, almost a half an hour of his discourse mm. went in explaining mm. why is that Kandam called Sundara Kandam. Okay. You know, you have what is called the Ramayana, which is the story of Rama, mm. and that is the only canto mm. in which Rama is not there. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there is no physical uh, presence of Rama. There mm. is no aspect of Rama's. actions in that kanda okay but that is called the most beautiful one mm-hmm. sundara kanda mm. because he says that throughout that section mm. of the ramayana mm. hanuman was always asking himself what would have rama done if he was here okay what would have rama considered as dharma in this situation oh so that was one kanda where mm. rama was there completely without being there <laughs> because hanuman was living rama there Beautiful, beautiful. And he says that is one of the reasons why that is the Sundra Kanda. I think that's exactly what is expected in everybody's life. Devotee, right? <laughs> and that's what Swami would say, you know, when he speaks to students, hmm. ask yourself, will this activity or action be approved hmm. of by Swami? Hmm, hmm, will hmm. Swami be happy if I do this? Correct. You know, that used to be a touchstone which Swami used to say when boys graduate and leave. Hmm. Ask yourself this, and you'll the answer will always be clear in front of you. Correct. 
amazing and this example of um, the tongue and the teeth yes is so beautiful very beautiful indeed <laughs> yeah you find out which falls off first the teeth <laughs> fall off first and the tongue remains but uh, you know the connection and the way swami brings about this from the five elements is still uh, absolutely you know bewildering and it's amazing he leads from the concept of five elements panchikritas and it is so i would say in a sense theoretical and uh, subtle basically but then if you look at it uh, the practical implication he starts with desire so basically he says desire is one that separates prakriti from purusha, purusha. and basically uh, ravana who was uh, embodiment of this kind of a desire separated prakriti from purusha right. and that brought about his end and so the desire is the root cause absolutely in fact you know there is one episode mm. which is a very very spiritual spiritually significant episode mm-hmm. you know ravana is portrayed as one who conquers all the worlds and he goes you know that's for the story mm. he goes and defeats indra he defeats the other gods mm-hmm. he captures the navagrahas and all the stories are there mm. so finally he goes to yama mm. the lord of death mm-hmm. you know he challenges him okay and yama is laughing <laughs> you know he said you know what a fellow you are i am death man and you are kind of coming and trying to challenge me uh. and any created object will die and mm. you are challenging me mm. so yama says okay prepare for the duel mm. all that i have to do is throw the noose around you mm. and you will be finished mm. and it is about to happen mm. at that time you know in the story it, it goes like mm. uh, brahma who is the mm. creator mm. you know he comes and says no 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 you cannot do this mm. because the ramayana has to be the other way around rama has to come and kill Oh, okay hmm. but the spiritual significance of this is hmm. the creator who knows hmm. the secret of creation he comes hmm. and says death cannot put an end to desire oh okay he says hmm. so yama you cannot kill ravana oh death will not end desire hmm. it is only atmagnana which can end desire beautiful so rama this has is, to come this is really amazing so that means um, of course it's a known fact that whatever desire you have you carry it from, you one, carry birth it from one birth to, to the other another and so only the atma gyana can kill the desire right wow <laughs> that's amazing so i think uh, in a way this ramayana mahabharata and puranas i think swami has mentioned it in one of the discourses that they all have right. lot of inner significance and uh, <laughs> it's up to us to dig in right and the way swami ends the discourse by you know putting it in point form these are all things you have to do mm-hmm. you know live an ideal life mm. take a vow that you will serve society you know that is something which uh, is very inspiring how swami tells students you all should you know take a vow to lead a spiritual life to have your senses under control i mean just think of it which other guru which other master who would have you know so passionately and so truly try to convey that to youngsters sitting there it's a, unless he is living it every second of his life Uh, i don't think anybody else can convey it in Very that true. tone no, just the other day professor nanjun dev was sharing with us mm-hmm. he said in a letter which swami had written to him mm-hmm. swami writes one sentence he said the best way mm-hmm. to propagate vedanta philosophy mm-hmm. is to live it wow <laughs> and you know that is exactly what swami is telling you make efforts to control your senses make mm-hmm. efforts to lead ideal lives mm-hmm. broaden your vision and swami is you know how beautifully is bringing the idea of pollution 
correct saying everything is impure everything is being affected it can only be controlled hmm. if you are pure you purify yourself you purify yourself mm, mm. you know no swami does not say go and purify mm. you know the environment he mm. saying it can be achieved only if you purify yourself <laughs> through love through love that's yeah. amazing deva priti papa beeti sanganiti all that swami brings in so i mean the crux of the whole thing is if you live a pure life then you are in tune with the purpose of creation you are in tune with the satvic aspect of the elements <laughs> because everything that is actually created is based on that purity it's like a still lake i suppose and if there are lot of ripples then you know that shows that there is um, there's rajasic activity and there is tamasic activity but the stillness and the purity uh, and that's just a, a way of describing the whole thing but um, the crux of the whole thing is strive to be pure and the best way of trying to be pure is with love for god in your heart and hands that serve in society right. <laughs> because both are equally important that's so swami says both can actually control your desires that's right love for mm. god and the desire to see mm. others happy mm. can control the selfish desires that's right. the desires which can take you away from your source beautiful so with that i think we'll conclude this session and this discourse so dear listeners we'll meet you next week with the next discourse in the series the 11th one this we offer this humble effort of ours at bhagwan's lotus feet and thank you all for your company this is prem from team radio sai and with me is sai prakash till we meet next week jai sai ram sai ram you just heard an episode of our radio series shravanam mananam nididhyasanam that is listen reflect and absorb this is a segment that is hosted live on thursdays at 7:30 pm by radio sai sai prakash and prem only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony today's episode was first broadcast live on 16th january 2014 The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of summer course in Indian culture and spirituality in the year 1990. The clips played in this episode were from the discourses delivered on 28th May 1990. To listen to the next part of this program, tune in same time next week. Please do write to us and do let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosai.org thank you and sai ram from prashant himalayan